All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 20. So exciting. I'm joined here today with Keith London. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So excited to have you on for everyone. I'm excited to yeah, be here. Um, for everyone listening, way, way back, uh, 2013, we were on American Idol together. So that was like such a crazy ride. Yeah, that was, I can't believe it was so long ago. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, that's like a memory that like, it's something that'll stick around with us for forever, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but what a, what a fun experience. I know. What a crazy time. Like the, the plane hanger. Um, that was just, that yeah. was, we like got, we honestly got like the weirdest season of uh, producer changes and stuff. So it was crazy. Yeah. That was a little, and you had to, you had to do yeah. that. You were, you, oh, I remember sitting there like so scared. So we had us, we were taken to some random airplane hangar and then they only pick some people to sing, which I don't know. I still don't know the reasoning behind. Yeah, got, I don't know. Like, who, I don't know. But, but that was like cutthroat. I remember texting yeah. you. And I'm like, what's going on? Where's your bus going? Like how terrible, like that's a, was it was messed so messed up. Like I remember, so you were in the group of people that just went on to the next round, which like God bless. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> they had so they had two buses. So like one bus was going to the airport, sending the people home. The other bus uh, was on to the next round, and they were like, "We're not going to tell you, you know, which one you're on." So you get there, and like there were grown men crying on the phone with their parents on my bus. Like I knew I was on the doomed bus. Like I just had a bad feeling. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. And then the messed up part was that they filmed us at the airport, like pretending we were leaving. And then they took us back to the other hotel. So well, did you did not I, know that? Did I know that? I don't yeah. remember. Oh my, oh my, wait. So then how, so they took you back to the, to that hotel yep. And then what the next morning you flew out. So they, they, um, paid for everyone's plane ticket, which was awesome. But, uh, they basically were like, yeah, here's your plane ticket. I was with my mom at the time. You remember? Cause I was a minor. Uh, mm-hmm. so we were both like, we don't want to leave yet. So we met up with a friend. We went to universal and stuff, but yeah, that's right. Okay. I yep. remember like some like Tarzan yeah. looking guy, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was crazy though. Like what a wild ride. But I mean, I, I feel like we're both doing such different things now than we were. Right? Yeah. So crazy how life can turn like that. So have you tried out again? Uh, Not for Idol. No. Have you? No. Um, Oh, really? Yes, I totally have. Actually, wait, that's a lie. I think I might have. I did. And I made it through like one round and then I got cut. So. It gets yeah. confusing. I tried out so many times. Oh, yeah. Like, you've tried like, out, like, you had a, I remember back in 2013, you had a list of, like, 50 places. I Well, definitely for all the shows, yeah, I definitely tried out for, like, 50 <laughs> sometimes. But it's, like, ridiculous. I mean, when I do something, I try to give it 100%, yeah. more than 100%, the most I could possibly give just to succeed. But, yeah, I definitely tried out a couple more more times after that. And now it's my last year. Oh, that's right, because you're so at the I'm age like, cutoff. I'm at the cutoff. I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! I started auditioning when I was 18. I know you could start earlier, but like having my parents involved, I didn't. I think my mom would not sit <laughs> in that line. I can, how was your mom? By She's the way, she's good. Yeah, she was such a trooper. 
she was there every step of the way with me, every single audition. Like she was there. Um, every line that we waited on. And if you, if you guys listening, if you haven't tried out for these shows before, you you stand online for like the longest time. You're basically treated like cattle being herded, you know? <laughs> yeah, the yeah literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she, I, uh, that's awesome that, that she did all, because that's a lot of like, it's it's a lot of doing nothing and having yeah. just to be there for days and days and days so that's awesome that that uh that she did yeah that bless laura <laughs> mom if you're listening <laughs> to this uh yeah you're the goat um it's just oh man it's so crazy i've tried out like online for a couple of them but like i said it was like mm-hmm. i think i honestly i just got lucky that time around with the producer that heard me because it's such a crapshoot of luck of it the draw really is it really 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 is i mean i know and i try like do you remember do you remember the uh piano guy like the main piano guy on the show michael yeah so like michael he has cut me like seven <laughs> times i seem really? to always get his table the first couple years when i tried out i would like i know i in the same year i like tried out in east rutherford new jersey i saw him there cut me then I went down to like South Carolina. Again, I oh got his God. table. He cut me. And like all these times he like just does not, he just did yeah. not like me. And I feel like they don't pay attention. He was like eating lunch half the time. And I'm like, I just drove 14 hours to be here. Like, please <laughs> listen to me. But um, yeah, luckily on the same season, somehow, yeah. somehow we just got the right things and because there's so much talent that like gets cut Oh my early. god, yeah. Um, it's crazy. So I'm just lucky. I'm, I'm I know. Lucky I, <laughs> I feel the same way though about like what you were saying with some of them eating lunch. It's so <laughs> rude. Like I've tried out for other shows too and I'll be, you know, singing or whatever and they all have like laptops in front of them. They're typing. They're not even listening to what you're doing. So yeah. Is that the yes. voice? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Totally the voice. Like I don't, I don't, I try to, I love like the background. I would love to know like what how, they're doing behind those screens. Like, so, so, you know, on this, on the, the golden tickets that we get, like throughout the way, like they write. Oh codes yeah. On there. Remember we were comparing codes, and, like the letters we had. Yes. Yeah. H like H S were like hot sheet. Like <laughs> are we, I was like N and N and Y. Yep. K there was a letter or, K was, like, too. It was like N Y and K, K. was in there. I yeah I was like what is what does this mean like am I getting cut next or is it like yeah so I was super paranoid about oh, what yeah. those what those people said I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall there and like see what they're doing behind those screens and what they have written on the sheets and stuff like ah oh. like are they talking with each other like like girl this her yeah. hair's a mess she's dead. Like, what are they really saying? Right? Or are they like, guys, let's order Chipotle for lunch. Like, I would be so curious to see. <laughs> I, I can't wait for lunch. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it, think of, but put yourself in there. She was like, you probably have, like, it's probably not the most fun thing. Like, when you get a really good person, that's probably exciting. But there's, in that first round. Like, there's so many people you know, that they're seeing. bad. Like- that's got to be exhausting. And there are a lot that are yeah. bad. There's a lot that are terrible that are like thinking. I know. So, so it's like, oh, if I had to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Without, because you can't be like rude. Like I tried my very first time trying out. 
me and my friends drove to uh, from Pennsylvania to Nashville. And uh, my friend that was in the same group as me, because you go in a group of four, she got to sing for like three seconds and they just like cut wow. her off. And, and I was like, oh my God, that That's was so, so rude. It's so yeah. rude. But at that season, that was season 10. And the stadium, like, audition was still, they packed were, like, stadiums, yeah. the whole, it was packed. I mean, we were there at 1 o'clock in the morning, and we didn't get out until 6 yep. p.m. It was, it was a packed arena, so I guess they're just, like, they know right they away know what they want. So I felt really bad, I mean, driving oh all that way to get three seconds, like, literally Have you, seconds. did they ever cut you off, or no? Um, no, I've been pretty, I, like, try to get a sweet 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I try to, I, I feel really rushed. Like I never want to, I don't want them to yeah. cut me off. Well, except when JLo <laughs> cut me off and I had like five seconds left. It was just, and you're going to hear me roar. That yep. was the last one. And she's like, oh. and I mean, when JLo tells you, to you're stop, like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> okay. okay. Whatever you want, JLo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They cut me off. I think Harry Connick Jr. Cut me off in the plane hanger. Like, right before I was about to finish. And I remember standing there on that spot and my knees were like this while I was singing. I was so nervous. And it was the same thing. I was so scared. I was like, the second he waved his hand, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> oh, wow. What a ride. Well, guys, if you're ever uh, auditioning for shows, I mean, it's probably so different with COVID now with uh, like, it used to be packed, you know, stadiums. Like I tried out the first time at Heinz Field and it was like, it was the same thing. We got there at like six o'clock in the morning. I didn't leave until like eight o'clock at night. Like, where's where's Pittsburgh. that at? Oh my god! I was, oh, were you that really? One too. Yeah, that was yeah. the first time they uh, they put me through. And my mom and my dad came, and we had a huge uh, banner that said Haley Noel. And I was like so embarrassed. I was like, I didn't want attention drawn to me. And then I sang like <laughs> Arms of the Angel, Sarah McLaughlin, like the most basic song. And for some reason, they put me through. But then the second round, it was like no go. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now uh, you're doing some cool stuff. So I'm so curious to like hear how you went from uh, pursuing the whole singing thing to uh, Pride Sports. Yeah. So I I did pretty well. Like I, you know, I came out on the show. Like the gay community has really was really good at afterwards of like getting gigs and and doing things after the show. And because, yeah, top 50 was great, but, like, no one really gets a 10. Like, you don't know who's, you know, it's only, like, the Kelly Clarksons and and those few very select people throughout the seasons that that do something really big. But I was very lucky to to be able to get some, some good stuff going on. And I think I was performing at, like, a Pride or something. Um, and it was the day before my birthday, and my voice just, like, went. I was, like, sick. And something just like happened. And ever since then, it like hasn't been the same. I've never went to a doctor. I don't know what technically happened. Um, But after that, it was like, I was doing like uh, Goodnight London or some kind of thing every night where I was like singing a new song as like a goodnight thing for, for the night. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And yeah, so I had to kind of, slowly let it go which was weird when you put all your eggs in one basket of like this is all I know how to do and what I've been trying to do for years 
like how do you just go off and and do something else like I only went to college for two years um I yeah didn't really have a backup plan and that was kind of scary so I I played sports all my life I guess it was something it was kind of like I've been going to college or going to school ish without really knowing it playing sports forever and and I played in some of the LGBT leagues like for softball and stuff and I just I found kickball and I played soccer my whole life and I played like baseball growing up and kickball is basically those two things combined so I was like I love this sport and like what sports does for me like I'm really shy and quiet um, and it's hard for me to meet people like definitely in school like it's hard to like to meet people. So through sports, for some reason, I was just like more outgoing. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. It just brings out something inside everybody or inside Mm -hmm. most people. Um, And I was like, I need to do this. I need to bring kickball to as many cities as I can. And I'm doing it. (laughs) So, so and then we're expanding to dodgeball and, we have cornhole and bocce, like football, softball, doing all these sports. And it's, um, it's, I'm making so much more of an impact than I would have ever got done with singing. Um, so I'm like really connecting people and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I love everything you're doing and that's kind of crazy about your voice too. Do you think it was like nodes or something? I have no idea. I mean, I know what that is from like pitch yep. perfect or whatever that movie <laughs> yeah. is, but like, I don't really know what that is, um, but it, I think I just like got sick and like I tore something. Like it, I, I just like yeah. tore something. I like really overuse or something. Yeah. I mean, when you're sick and then it was, it was pride month, it was in June. So I was like doing a lot of stuff and it was, uh, I think I just over. And when I sing, I really like forcefully sing. I wish I could be like the, uh, Oh, I know. Or, same. But, like he does no damage with our voice. It is it's like so fun. effortless. <laughs> like, yes. And it's so yeah. good. Oh, <laughs> so jealous. Um, she's so good, but it's just so like soft and she's not doing much. I mean, sh- maybe she is, I don't know technical yeah. stuff with this. Like I, I hear whisperings. Back I know that's what I've heard too, but it's not like screamo. It's not like screamo. You like that. You for oh, yeah. sure have to be doing damage to your voice, but I would, I would project cause I used to sing on the street a lot. And I would, you know, I want to get the attention of everybody so so everybody can hear me and then give me, give yeah. me their singles, you know. <laughs> but um, so I kind of got used to that. And I, I think that ended, ended uh, overall ended me getting all messed yeah, up. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like we have a similar story kind of because I thought, you know, same as you did. Like, I really thought for a long time that music was my passion. I was going to try and like make something of it. Um, and yeah. I kind of just realized over time that like I wanted to it's this sounds so cheesy when I say it but I wanted to use my voice for something more than just like singing so I got really into health and fitness and I I had a corporate job I quit my corporate job to become a personal trainer fitness coach all that kind of stuff um and then at the start of lockdown I started this up and yeah it's just it feels so much more fulfilling like sharing like what I've been through and my understanding of like how your mindset can affect you and just, you know, trying to help people like realize that is a lot more fulfilling than singing, you know, at an audition. Yeah. I don't know. 
I totally, I totally get you. Yeah. Yeah. There's, that's, uh, that's good that you found something that you're happy with. And I want, what was the corporate job? Uh, yeah. So I actually, I used to work in healthcare advertising in the city. Um, and I hated it. I've spoken about this a lot. Like it was just the typical New York city rat race. I, I felt like I was kind of living someone else's story because, you know, I went to school, Um, and I majored in communication and English and I thought I was, you know, doing the right thing and, um, you know, following along the trajectory of what someone should do when they graduate. But I just felt like so unfulfilled. And I was like, this cannot be the rest of my life. Like, there's no way I can do this. Um, and you were living in the city. uh, I was commuting into the city. Yeah. Okay. I I always want to know what that life (sighs) is like. I feel like that has to be awful like just living in the smallest apartment, oh my god yeah like that, paying a million dollars a month <laughs> for it i'm like that's like a real struggle if new york city if you could make it oh in you that, can make I it anywhere if you can make that's it in a city new york. that really if you could make it there yeah. like that that's a tough tough oh city my gosh. but but that so now after quarantine started and you found something that that you love yeah so I quit I quit that job like uh, I think it was like the end of 2018 or something and then that's when I or was it it was like the start of 2019 so I've been you know doing training and fitness stuff for like a little over a year now but um I would never turn back like it's so funny because I thought for the longest time like I wanted to live in the city and like have an apartment with my friends and like do all this and then like once I was like starting to (laughs) have that experience I was like whoa I like I hate this I can't stand it um, nothing against oh. New York. It's a fun place to visit, but like living wise for me, I, yeah. I don't think I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. It's pretty crazy. But how is it in Dallas? Is it more like slow paced? Um, Dallas is, so I base every city off of like my, like my players mm-hmm. that I have. Cause that's like all I know. Like I go to a city, I hang out <laughs> with these, with the people that are playing in the league. And like, that's really all I all I know um but Dallas I mean I have a great core group of friends here like everyone is 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 really is really good here temperature wise it is hot in the summer oh girl (laughs) it is hot um yeah but other than that no I I do really I do really like it here there's a lot of people I always like like places that are kind of hopping and there's things to do like I I, I'm not a small small town type of type of guy I really like places that are that are jumping yeah love that so you (laughs) mentioned something uh, a few seconds ago about how you travel for pride sports so how does that work is there like a team in every state or so I yeah there's um we have like maybe like 150 to 200 different teams across the country just in all these different sports, like I kind of start up the league where like, you know, Providence has like, we, I just came from Providence. Like they have, um, it's our very first season. So they have like 70 players and then they all get divided onto teams and then they play each other every weekend. And at Boston, we have like 400 players that they all get to play every weekend. And, and then we have our national tournaments, but I believe in the saying, if you want something done right, do it yourself. I love that. Um, I, I can't just, like I'm very hands-on like I really care about what I'm doing and the experience that these players are are getting and I never want to hear like this like it's unorganized or this or that like I give everything I can 
I am lining the fields. I, we have like paid professional referees and some people might be like, Ooh, this is too intense or too serious, but it's like, we need referees because who's going to make like a call. There's going to be fights. Mm -hmm. So having somebody there to like make the official call, that's not another player or somebody that's biased. Like it's super, super good. Um, but yeah, we have national tournaments, all these people come together and I, it's so heartwarming to see these people that like I know separately from these cities. And then when they come to a national tournament to like then be commenting on each other's pictures and like visiting each other when like, if they go to that city, it's like, just knowing that I brought these people together is like the most satisfying thing. Like it's a, uh, very re rewarding so. yeah that sounds super rewarding like knowing you can connect people in that way i think is awesome yeah so yes. um it sounds like there's a good amount of travel involved so has covid affected any of what you're doing or yeah so covid i mean for the past couple of months like everything was shut down like in every city slowly where are we at in august um things are starting to open back up but there's like crazy policies, understandably so, but it's kind of hard wearing a mask and running around. But I'm like, hey guys, like, I don't want any, I never want anybody getting sick or getting hurt when they're joining, because it's supposed to be fun. It's, it's supposed to take them on uh, a little bit of a uh, get away from reality, because sometimes people's jobs suck, their, maybe their home life is not great, and this is something that's supposed to be like, they could put that behind them for a hot minute, and they could come to kickball and, and have fun, so I never want anybody ever getting hurt, and especially not getting sick with this damn COVID thing, so I'm, I'm trying to take the extreme precautions and, po and put policies in place to, to make sure that people are safe, and yeah, but with travel it's kind of scary. I'm being as careful as I possibly can because I, I am traveling yeah. a lot, but it's like life has to go on. And like, I, you know, I don't, I feel so bad for all these businesses that are closing down and like, it's just, yeah, I, I just have a lot of responsibility to be able to give this for the community and I have to succeed. So I'm making it work, but of course I'm being safe. And when I'm on the plane, I have my mask on and I, I've always done this anyways, but I always put a hoodie on backwards. I, sleep I on always have a hoodie on planes but, too. I don't know why, even in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I use it as like a blanket. I put it on, <laughs> I put the hoodie, I don't have the hoodie on. I, I put it on top of myself, but with the hoodie on my head to cover oh, my that's face. that's a good idea. And, and just sleep so so then I am like double protected from yeah. this COVID stuff. Um, but yeah, but it's still really like scary because I just don't I don't know. Like down south, people are pretty relaxed with it, but up north, like I'm sure up up there where you're at, like I feel like everyone's like very strict, mass yeah. crazy, yeah. Which is, I mean, everyone's it's somehow this whole thing turned political, and I'm yeah. so not. I'm very focused on kickball stuff they're like i don't know what's going on in the world with all this stuff but i'm like oh just a mask is so easy to to do it's it's become the new normal and it's protecting you and it's protecting everyone else so um yeah, yeah no i agree it's um 
it is crazy to think that it's become political, but it's like, just do your part, you know, wash your hands, wash your damn hands. It's not that hard. That's like my biggest <laughs> pet peeve. I like see people sometimes like I'll go to the beach and I see these people leaving the bathroom without washing their hands in the middle of a oh, pandemic. Geez. And I'm like, girl, seriously, like, come on. Is it that, is it that hard? You know? Yeah, I guess for some people it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's been like it's been so surreal like if you were to tell someone a year ago today that this is what we would be in right now they would think you were insane yeah I like when I have to talk with my players like I am like because I have to be like the COVID police you know like if the if the owner's not enforcing you know like I have to enforce every rule that I have in place so I'm always like the bad guy but I'm like I'm like yelling at people like it has to go over the mouth. And yes, believe it or not, your nose is still connected <laughs> to your lungs. So it also yeah. has to go over your nose as well. And I mean, I hate, I hate being that guy, but I'm like, who, who would have thought I would be yelling <laughs> at people to like to put on a mask. This is so, it is so yeah. bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's wild. But I will say, I think it's awesome that you're still able to do this. Like, especially now people need, People so need an outlet and just like a sense of community with being locked up and cooped up at home. So, yeah, I've been going crazy. Like what, like I, cause this is, I am used to traveling to this city and bouncing to this city and being around all these people, like all the time. And then like hard stop to, okay, I'm stuck at home. I'm not sure if I could leave. I'm not sure what's going on and I can't see people for, for months. And having my drinking dates with my friend group on zoom. I mean, it, it was cute. Like the, yeah. And then it got two, old. Like, oh, this is so cute. And I'm like, okay, I really need to see you guys. Cause I'm about yeah. to lose my damn mind. Um, so it, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been kind of, kind of weird. And my mental health for sure. I was like, I am, I'm going crazy. Like, and I'm like, I'm sure these players are, they have to be as well. So with kickball, it's outdoors. Like, kickball's naturally spread out. Yeah, that's good. So I, I, I do feel confident, like, that I'm, I'm not contributing to b- bad stuff. I, you know, I am – everyone's spread out anyway. So it's – we are socially distancing before COVID was even a thing. So I think just getting out there and, and having people play is definitely helping some people's um, – mental state yeah for sure for anyone that's listening to this if they're interested in participating in pride sports where would you recommend they start like how do they sign up yeah so um our requirements to play are this is definitely an lgbt focused league so you have to be of course accepting of our community but we totally welcome allies i would be i would be nothing without our without our uh, the support of our allies um and my ally friends growing up, you know, that's super important. So we definitely want um, everybody to play. Um, and you have to be 20 to 80 years old because of insurance reasons, you know. Okay. And you go to pridesportsusa.com. Don't forget the USA. Pridesportsusa.com. <laughs> and we do have, in pretty much all the major cities, we, we do have uh, leagues running. Or, well not during COVID times, but we do have something in some cities uh, in normal times, but that's what they would go to, to sign up pride sports, S P O R T S USA.com. Nice. I'll leave, um, I'll leave a little thing on the screen and in the description 
uh, for you guys. So you offer kickball, right? What else? Yeah, kickball, dodgeball, that's our main focus. Um, when it comes to skill level, if you've never played before, that's perfect. Like this is totally a thing where I make sure that this is a judgment-free zone, that we truly welcome everybody, um, all walks of life, all, all genders, all races, all sexualities, all blue, green, purple, hmm. we'll take you. Um, as long as you have a good attitude and you're, you're um, a good person, that's, that's important. We like good sportsmanship and we just want to have fun out there. That's our number one rule. Number one rule to have fun. There you go. I love that. I love that you've, um, it's so cool. Like seeing where you are now that you've carved out this space for, you know, just to accept people and just to have them have a place where they feel accepted and welcomed. Yeah. Um, I think it's so important. Yeah. Cause especially yeah. I feel like I've been, I've been lucky that when I have been growing up, like I have been on the athletic side. Um, a lot of people have not been and the, the gay community or LGBTQ plus community, a lot of the times growing up in school have been scared to join sports because of that super masculine bro-y type of atmosphere that sports would create. And if they didn't feel comfortable, they would have, you know, they, they probably didn't play. And it's such a, like, it's, that's so sad because sports is such a, an, an imp, made such an impact in my life that I, I wish things can change. And I hope things are changing in schools as, as we, as we get older, I hope things be, have becoming more accepting on if you identify as LGBT that, that, that they welcome, welcome you into like socially welcome you in. I'm sure they'll accept you. They can't say, well, who knows? I don't know the laws anymore these yeah. days, but, um, but that hopefully the kids are being nice to, um, to the other kids, you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's a big thing where I saw, I saw a lot of, a lot of hate growing up towards, um, towards some people. So I hope that's changing. So, yeah. So now we have something as an adult, a, a judgment free zone that you can be yourself and you could, you could be the worst player out there. You could be the best <laughs> player out there, but we're going to have fun and get drinks afterwards. If you don't drink, that's fine. We'll have, uh, we have pizza for everybody after this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we totally, um, I love, I love what I do. I really, really like it. I am so happy. I was able to find this, uh, this crazy monster that I created. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so exciting. And it's always funny to think too, of like what leads you to, to where you are, you know, do you think that like your singing journey had any effect on wanting to start this? Yeah. Yep. Because of what city it brought me to, yeah, music's, yeah, music brought me to a city that then I was able to discover kickball. And yeah, if I went to that city, then who knows? Yeah, you can always kind of like connect the dots. Yeah. You know, I always think it's really interesting to like think back and see, oh, how did that like affect this? Or, you know, like for me, like I, I knew I wanted to, you know, use my voice for something and, I kind of felt after a while, like singing, you know, I enjoy it. It's still a hobby of mine. Like I still like to sing in the shower or whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It just didn't, it just didn't feel like, like with what I'm doing now, I feel so like fired up about it. And I'm sure you do the same with pride yeah. sports. Like it's a different, it's a different like level. Yes. It's, you know, and I think when you do it, like, 
I mean, talking to like job wise, just like, yeah, when you're a singer, you kind of are your own boss, but like doing another type of job, like I like being my own boss. Like you're more passionate about it. Like if I was working for somebody else doing some, something like I, I, I still would give it a lot because that's who I am, but it's like, I don't know when you, ha- when you're doing your own thing and it's like your baby, like you kind of, yeah. you really just care about it a lot, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's a whole nother level of like holding yourself accountable because yeah. like you're the only one running the show. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're answering to yourself. If something gets messed up, it is, it's on me. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> lots of pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's the good kind of pressure though. Cause you're, you're killing it with what you're doing now. Thanks. Um, so I like, sincerely, I love everything that you're doing, everything you stand for. I a hundred percent, you know, align with, um, so my final sort of wrap up question that I always like to ask people is what your take is on the mind body connection. Cause that's something I always talk about on here and I love, you know, hearing everyone's perspective on it. Yeah. Um, um, so go into that question a little bit more about like my, so how, yeah, go into a little bit more so I could better answer. Yeah. So, um, the reason why I call this, you know, show, uh, when I named it as philosophy of fitness is because I've through my personal experience, my personal journey have come to understand how much your mindset can affect what you achieve, uh, physically. So just like for an example, I never used to think of myself as a runner. I always used to associate myself and identify myself as someone who was terrible at running. Like I was the slowest in gym class, whatever. And then I discovered the law of attraction. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, but it's basically kind of the premise that thoughts become things. So once I sort of decided to step away from that identity and I started, you know, telling myself, you know what, I can do this. Like I'm going to show up for myself. And I started to kind of switch my internal dialogue. That's when I noticed that I was able to challenge my limits in ways that I honestly never even thought that I could. Um, so it totally like changed my life, like, uh, being more kind to myself and like focusing on my internal dialogue and seeing how much it helped me. Like I lost 30 pounds. Um, so yeah, it like totally changed the game for me. So that's why I'm curious to hear if you've had any like, uh, connection with that or what your take is on it. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely agree with like in your, in your head, like believing in yourself and making, making things happen with like, just keeping that positivity, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to succeed and making it happen. Um, yeah. I, I mean, things when you were, when you were talking that like kind of came to, to my mind about, I mean, the, I'm trying to, I don't know if this really like connects, but just like some of the players, um, like stories that I've heard throughout, throughout the years of doing this is like people, people that, yeah, that are, that they think they're overweight, um, that are scared and, you know, it's kind of like the first day of school showing up to like our pickup game. Like it is, it's scary, you know, people come by themselves and it's, it is, it's scary. We make it as unintimidating as we can. We have like big rainbow things everywhere blowing <laughs> up. Like we try to make it a fun thing, but it, at the end of the day, it, it is scary. Um, but for these people to like in their head, be like, I need to do this. This'll be, this'll be worth it. Um, and then you know, joining and finding out it was worth it. But some of these people have been the most outgoing people that I know. And they're like, I was scared to get out of the car the first day. And I'm like, it's crazy how, 
how some people um how some like it's i guess a bigger it is a bigger deal in people's heads than i mean i'm nervous too when i go to a city and don't know anybody yeah. i'm like oh my god i'm gonna meet all these new people like <laughs> i'm excited but yeah so i think in getting uh being in your own head and just making that positive um energy and, and making that positive outlook on life can really um affect affect things if you're a debbie downer oh girl your life's gonna be not yeah. not, not too great so you got to turn that frown upside down and <laughs> and make something happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny how you equate it to like the first day of school because I feel the same way. Like I get so nervous and anxious like like you do, like meeting new people or showing up somewhere new. Like, oh, my God, it's like you have to kind of take a step outside your comfort zone to really find some of the most rewarding things. That's yes. something I've learned. That is perfect. That's the perfect way to phrase that. You have to step outside your comfort zone to get something really good. I yeah. like that. I you like can that apply that to like any area of your life too. You know, now yeah. that I think about it, relationships, uh, job, hobbies. Yeah. You name it. Very true. It's very yeah. true. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on. This has been so yeah. fun. Again, uh, what's pridesportsusa.com, right? That's right. Pridesportsusa.com. <laughs> great and you guys you can check out the website uh find out what cities you can participate in and um yeah you got you have an amazing thing going here so definitely uh keep it up thank you thank you very very much thank you for having me this was yeah. fun to catch up with you like this has been it's been too long well we have to, yeah we have to catch up outside of this too yes for sure yeah. it's definitely been way too long but yes <laughs> Thank you, Keith, so much for coming on, everyone. If you're listening to this, remember you can watch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash Haley Noel. If you're watching it, cool. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much. Sending love and light your way.